0: These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Jana Kramer and Michael Cossman, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, so this is a big week coming up. I start filming Mm -hmm. on Monday. Mm -hmm. We're officially out of quarantine. I'm excited to film.
1: Yeah, I think we all are. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that in like you know we're talking about we're out of quarantine it's like okay now the work begins right now it starts and so you know i'm excited for you to work i'm excited for the project you're doing because it's different for you um i'm excited to come to set i'm excited to bring the kids and everything so it's
0: if they let the kids come i hope so i don't know
1: um but we have a treat
0: we do have a treat and Today. I'm trying to pull it up right now because I wanna just like be one thousand percent on it and I'm not on it this morning because okay, here we go. So I think it was well it was the other day mm-hmm. um you were kinda having like your own um your own time and I was doing my thing and I was just I rare like rarely go on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like rarely, rarely. Um, But I follow Prez Hilton and I saw this thing from him. So basically something that we talked about on one of these podcasts about, I I think it was when we were talking with um, Lisa Turkerist. Mm. And we were saying, you know, I trust you today. Mm -hmm. And then basically just saying, so the headline was, Jana Kramer still doesn't fully trust husband Mike Cosson after cheating scandal. And then his comment was, just get divorced already. (laughs) So I was just like, you know, feeling a little spicy. Feeling a
1: little froggy. <laughs>
0: feeling a little froggy. And I was like, no. So I re-quoted it back and said, when you don't know the ins and out about addiction and the work we continue to do, you shouldn't speak on it. We are open because we are helping people do the work to become stronger like we have. So no thanks. Not going to divorce a good man.
1: Yeah, and baby. <laughs> get my back.
0: And then he said, but how can you stay in a rel- relationship when you don't trust him?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I get it, like yeah, that's that, a very I'm, valid. But valid I never question. said I don't trust you. I just said I trust you today, mm-hmm. and which kind of just got me thinking a little bit more. And then I kind of went on a little Twitter rant. I went on a little like crazy Twitter rant, and I was just okay, like, yeah. apparently everyone has a picture perfect relationship. SMH. <laughs> and then oh. I was just like scratching my head, and then I was You're like, you know what? Your
1: head. Scratching, Sh- shaking your head.
0: Oh, okay. Well, either
1: really? tomato, tomato. Great Scr- scratching.
0: I think it's scratching. Is it, is it? Is it shaking? My yeah,
1: head? it's like, oh, SMH.
0: Oh, okay. I guess I'm the only person that thought I was scratching my head.
1: <laughs> Becky Easton, affirming no, you. yeah, here. they
0: are. They're all affirming you in the comments. And Easton just said, "Wow." So that's cool. Okay. Well, I thought it was scratching because you know it's like, huh? Like scratching
1: my head. FML. Forget my lunch.
0: <laughs> Shut. <laughs> that's just... I'm, you know me. I always scratching mess those my up. head. Scratching my head, like, huh? Like, come on. A little bit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is amazing. I guess so.
0: I guess not. Well,
1: oh, that's fantastic.
0: FML. Forgot my lunch.
1: <laughs> Forgot my lunch. FML. <laughs> okay. Uh.
0: Well, anyways. So, I was scratching my head. I put SMH. And then I was like, you know what? Why don't you just say it to our faces? You know? If mm-hmm. you want to tell us to get divorce, let's come on a podcast and talk. Because... And then he basically said, too, in another comment, he said, um, he said um, basically that we do it for attention and mm. headlines. And that one really bothered me. I didn't say anything to him, though. He goes, it's the podcast that fuels all these headlines. They reveal intimate details and thoughts for listenership and attention.
1: Interesting. So
0: I kind of want to have a conversation about that because I wouldn't, I, I don't, we don't do this. Like, it's not like no. we want. Well, here's here's what I want, because it's not for attention. The only attention that I would say I'd want is for someone to say they're working on their marriage. How awesome is that? But here's the deal. (laughs) Who would click on that?
1: Right. That's not clickbait. That's why we don't write the tabloid headings.
0: Yeah. But they just pick the like, she still doesn't trust them. Right.
1: If we were to write the tabloid headings be like that. Wow. They're fighting for their marriage. It's going great. Like, that's what we would write. (laughs)
0: Yeah well But I don't know I just thought it'd be interesting To bring him on And to talk about Kind of the That's so interesting Clickbait stuff And You know Get Because he Thinks we're hot messes So I think it's just something Where We can I don't want to like Sell ourselves But I also want to You know Get to know us Before we well, write about let's us Let's bring him in then Okay Let's do oh. it <gasps> Okay Welcome Perez Hilton Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys, this festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tkova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Hello. Hello. Hi,
1: Perez.
0: Hello. How are you? I am
3: very happy. It's a good day today because it's my son's birthday. He's eight. Amazing. And also, yesterday was their first day back at school in 11 months. Wow.
1: (laughs) So that's a good day for you right there. So I had
3: my three kids at home for 11 months.
0: And what are the ages for the kids?
3: Well, my son just turned eight today. Then my middle child, she's almost six. And my youngest is three. And I just know that they miss their friends. They miss getting out of the house. Uh, They don't focus as well at home. They get Mm -hmm. so easily distracted and... You know, eventually they'll catch up with learning, but it's not just the learning and academics, it's everything else. It's the socializing with friends safely that they're now doing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's everything. And I'm just so relieved. I feel bad, though, because even some schools in Los Angeles have not opened yet. Mine is one of the later ones, and there's still a lot more that haven't opened yet.
0: (sighs) Yeah, we have. So our kids are, we have a five-year-old, Jolie, and then we have a two-year-old, Jace, and they go two half days to preschool. But even so, I've started to feel guilty because child the preschools are pretty much open in Nashville so I but so I felt a little guilty but at the same time I'm like no I need those we need those two days to like have some sanity and get work done and and, and live our life too yeah and
1: like you're saying Perez the kids need those days they need those that yeah. you know familiarity with a routine and and getting to know kids and and playing with other kids other than just mom and dad all the time I know well, make the most of it
0: but that is not why we have you on here.
3: Yeah, let's get to it. So correct me if I'm wrong, but in many ways, your podcast is kind of like a reality TV show, right?
1: Yeah, uh, in in theory, it kind of is because it is a look into our daily lives where we don't really hold back on our experiences with each other and with things that we deal with in our life. So yeah, that's safe to say.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, so when you open yourselves up like this, it's, I think, an invitation for people to listen Mm -hmm. and participate and have opinions. So, you know, I have opinions, but I'll park my opinions for a side and say this. And once again, correct me if I'm wrong. I would guess if all of a sudden, some billionaire said, You know, I listen to your podcast and I love what you guys do. And I want you to just not have to do it if you don't want to. I'm gonna give you a hundred million dollars. Go with me. If all of a sudden you got a hundred million dollars offered to you, would you continue doing your podcast as it is now?
1: Yes.
0: He doesn't believe you. (laughs) Why?
1: Because here's the thing. It's and we've gotten a comment before, like that you said about attention or money or whatever from us sharing our story. And for us, we're like, if that's the case, where's the money? Cause we ain't seeing it.
0: Well, I mean, it's doing the podcast is doing good.
1: Right. But it's not our it's not our bread and butter. It's not what keeps a roof over our head. Sure. Right? As much as it annoying as it is at times and hurtful at times for people to say maybe negative comments. I mean we're used to it, whatever, it happens that one person or those couple people that come to us actually it's not a couple it's a lot that come to us and say y'all being so open has really helped my marriage or has really helped my relationship or has allowed me to be more honest with my spouse or my partner those moments or those moments when we did our live shows and we would have couples crying to us being like you know what you guys are doing are helping is helping our relationship that's intangible that's priceless you can't put a you know uh, you can't put you can't monetize that You know, it's just something that means so much to us. And because we've been able to have a platform to receive that.
3: So the flip side to that question is, has doing the podcast helped or hurt your relationship?
0: It's a good question. So I will say in the very beginning, it was the podcast was huge. It was because, you know, we were still in the healing process and we were doing the pot and he didn't want to talk about it. Like I had written a Mm -hmm. book before, you know, we did a book together and I wanted to talk about, you know, my abusive relationship that I was in. I wanted to talk about, you know, finding out about the affairs and, and he was like, I don't want you to. And he, he ripped it up, ripped up all the pages and was just like, you are not putting this out. And I'm like, Michael, here's what you don't understand. I was like, people are going to write that you cheated about me in every single article that comes out there it's always going to be there the headline will always say well he you know cheated on her and that's what it's going to be i was like i want to change the narrative i want to say look at how they've you know grown and they're working together but also because when he cheated on me and he went to rehab i had nothing i had no books to read that i could relate to i had nothing and i was like i need to know that i am not the only person out there that has that feels completely alone, devastated, and still wants to stay with him because I love him. Like that I still I want hope. Somebody, please give me some hope that I feel like I can stay with this man, even though I freaking hate him. But I still love him.
3: How many years ago was that now?
0: Five five and uh, a half years ago. Five years ago?
1: Twenty sixteen, so five years ago.
0: Yeah. That you went that was discovery. Five discovery. Years ago. Yeah.
3: So I I saw recently that you said you still don't trust him five mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. Maybe I heard that out of context. Mm-hmm. Um, is there some trust, a little trust, no trust? Because I was just thinking like, God, if five years later, there's still no trust or there is you don't trust him five years later, get divorced. And I still stand behind that statement. Like I couldn't I feel like I would be walking on eggshells, like hiring private detectives. And would that make me happy? Like, I'd rather be alone and be single and co-parent healthily as friends, wish that former partner of mine nothing but the best. Mm -hmm. And I'm all for rebuilding trust. But when I heard five years later, you still don't trust him, I'm like my head exploded.
0: Okay, so here's the thing for that. I am 1000% on the same page with you. I agree with you on that. When I've talked to my therapist about trust, and that's been one of the hardest things for me to, because I do, I do trust you. Mm -hmm. I do trust my husband. The problem is, is that because he is an addict, he can never say that he'll never do something again. Now, Perez, if something happens again, I'm, I'm out. Like, there's only so much that I can personally handle. And he knows that. And And, you
1: know and the thing is too, it hasn't been like a completely clean uh I haven't had a clean, you know, slate from five years ago. I've done things along the way. Not physically. Not physically, but I've done things to still um give her reasons not to trust me along the along the, the timeline of five years. So it's not like ever since five years ago I haven't told one lie, my behavior's been completely different. Like, I've never done anything to, you know, mess anything up. It's, we've, I've had my bumps, you know, I've had my bumps in recovery, I've had my bumps or whatever. Yes, I've never acted out outside of our relationships, you know, since all that happened, but, you know, th- there's still a reason why it's that way. And it's hard because I have times, like you're saying, Perez, where I'm like, it, you know, in my head, I want to be like, it was five years ago. But then I have to remind myself, well, I've done things to cause mistrust, you know, along the road.
0: And I think what I'll say too to that, is, you know, there was a time after our all that stuff where I told my therapist, I go, all I do is just look at his phone and I hate it and I don't want to do it and I don't want to live my life like this. And then she goes, then stop. Stop doing those things and you're just going to have to let it go and it's on him, you know, and you have to start trusting him. So that's why I say, and, and what was a little out of context with that, uh, in interview was I said I do trust him today because I see he's showing up he's in recovery work he's doing you know he's he's showing up today as a husband and as a man and, and in recovery tomorrow I pray to God he does but I can't control his recovery I'm just gonna wake up tomorrow and I'm gonna trust him until he basically you know it's something would happen
3: so Jana, you've been you've been speaking to your therapist i would assume now for a while yeah. i'm curious since okay. you know your podcast is all about being open mm-hmm. uh you mentioned a few moments ago that prior to being with michael you were in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. did that one affect your desire to stay in this one which off from the outside might not seem like the most healthy for you mm-hmm. Is that something that you've talked about with your therapist?
0: We have, well, here's a little tidbit too. I actually met him at the coffee bean on Sunset and Fairfax, which was the same one that you would sit at because I would go to that Sunset and Fairfax (laughs) coffee bean every day for like six years because I was living on that side of the hill. And I just remember too, like you were just in your computer, like chilling at the, you know, and I remember my friend Deanna was like, that's Perez Hilton. He's a, you know, and I was like, that's Perez Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I ended up, I met, um, I met my abuser at that coffee bean. And, you know, we've done a lot of work around oh, that. Oh,
3: I thought you met your therapist. Oh. I was smiling. No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. I would not have been smiling if that's where you, if I knew you met your abuser. I'm like, oh. No, um,
0: no, no. So I met, I met him there and I will say it was I've done a lot of work with my therapist around that and honestly I will say the first reason that I stayed and this is not the reason to stay at all but it was for my daughter Um, I had a five-month-old at the time and and here's the crazy thing was when he was in rehab as much as I hated him I still wanted to I wanted to read his letters I wanted to see what he had to say and I will never advocate for staying in a bad relationship. If he was continuing to act out physically and breaking boundaries and lying to me 24-7, I am the first person to say, get out. You don't you deserve better than that. If he were to ever hit me, I will never stay in a relationship where I'm physically, mentally, verbally abused. I just can't stand for that. And so I have stayed a lot, first and foremost, for my kids. But I also am at the point now where I know my worth I know what I deserve and you know, I won't stand for anything else, but there was also that love there that I, you know, I, know, I, kn- I knew he wanted to be a better man and he just, <laughs> just took him a little while to get there.
3: So I'm curious because you're so open and I love that. I'm very open too, you could ask me anything. I love talking to very open people cause not often you get that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you talk about your relationship a lot on the podcast. I don't even listen to my own podcast, okay? So don't take it personal. I, I listen to no podcast and I have one. Um, what is Michael's relationship with porn? Is it something that you allow? It does, is that like a trigger for him? Is it not allowed? I'm
1: curious. So for me, that's, that's not in my uh, circle. Yeah, that's or that's in my circle. So that's something that I stay away from. Um, now with the program I'm part of with SAA, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's kind of a user's choice. It is up to certain people if that's a, a behavior that they talk about with their sponsor, or with their therapist, if it's something that they need to watch out for. For me, it is a trigger button for me. It is an escalator. It is something that I used to escape reality. It's something that I used to mask feelings and emotions I didn't know how to express. So for me, it's a non-negotiable. It's out of my life. It's out of our relationship. And that's what we decided. That's what I decided. Um, you know, and but we're not against other people using it. We're, you know, it's just our story, and that's the stuff that we're staying away from. But we understand that people use it, and we don't care if other people bring it into their relationship. It's just not part of our, not a part of ours.
0: Because it's something where if you did, it's the addict that could potentially set it to be like, okay, well, this was fun, but I, now I want to take the next step. And now because okay. it's a
1: medicator for me, yeah. you know, it's 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 just like a drug. It's just like anything else. It was my medicator.
3: Well, that's a medicator for me too, but I don't really, it doesn't make me want to do more. Mm -hmm. I'm just grateful actually, because I'm like, oh, I could just take care of business in 10 minutes or less, and poof, I'm done. And and that's it. Because, you know, um, I have not been intimate with anybody in five years. Wow. Five years. For gay men, that's like dog years. Like, I haven't been intimate with somebody in like 30 years or 40 years because gay men are the most promiscuous of anybody. And, and and wonderfully so.
0: So why?
3: Because I was living in New York City for a period of time there. And it was just so much easier then. You know, there's so many more gay men there. So there's volume. And then there's also more gay men that shared similar interests, like all of the theater actors and people that work in fashion. And it was just easier to be spontaneous and, hey, you want to meet for a drink or... You want to hook up or whatever it is, and then I moved back to Los Angeles. And the one dating site that I was using in New York, it worked in New York. I wasn't getting res- results here. I don't even care. I'll share. I'm not getting paid. I don't even use it anymore. It was OKCupid, okay and I liked OKCupid okay because they have a website, uh-huh. and I don't want. I I I think I I don't even think I. I am an addict as well in different ways. Like I'm addicted to food. I'm addicted, I'm addicted to work. Mm-hmm. Like seriously addicted to work. And I talk about that with my therapist. And I've been setting boundaries for myself and really forcing myself to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the coffee bean years, and for actually up until last year, I would only get about five hours of sleep a night. Not much. So I moved back to LA and okay, Cupid wasn't working for me here. And I just didn't, I don't, I don't know. I'm fine masturbating. And I kept saying, well, it'll happen when it happens. And it just hasn't happened for five years and I'm fine. You know, I got three kids and I'm busy and it is what it is, but who knows? Maybe if like it's another couple years I might even hire an escort. I'm not against that. <laughs> Gay men do that. I'm not quite there yet. I'm not, I'm not against it, but I'm not quite there yet. Um, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe somebody will listen and be like, well, I'll just put Perez out of his misery and slide into his DMs and, and, and you know, help him out. I think also, I wanna comment to some of your, 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 your fans and supporters who were saying that, you know, I shouldn't even have an opinion on relationships because I'm not in a relationship and I haven't been in a while. But I will just say to those people, I think one of the reasons why I'm single and never chose to get married to any of the men that I dated for a long period of time was because my parents, God, they're like one of those storybook romances. They never once fought, ever. My dad died when I was 14 and um, they never fought, but not only that, like, and this also hurts a little bit because I've spoken about this with my therapist. My parents didn't even, didn't just love each other, they worshipped Mm. each other. Like my mom worshipped my dad and my dad worshipped my mom. And if I were to tell my mom right now, I'm God, we can go back in time to 1993 and your son dies or your husband dies, I'm pretty sure my mom would have chosen my dad, me dying over my father. No. I'm pretty sure, no, I'm certain of that, yes. Yes, she loved my dad more than me. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know, I, 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 believe in, I believe in true love, but, I, and I, but, I, but I'm also aware that it's not gonna be perfect. Like mm-hmm. I may not have that perfect relationship that my parents had. I, I think I have a healthy, relas- a healthy understanding of relationships. My thoughts on relationships is that it's a lot like your body and your health we all know what it takes to be a healthy person it requires healthy eating consistently Mm -hmm. and being active consistently and even though we all know that it's still so hard for so many of us to be healthy Mm -hmm. but we know what it takes but it's still hard and i say this as a fatty, I'm a fatty, even though right now I may not look fatty, I still got the brain of a fat person and the genes of a fat person. So, uh, you know, I I think that way, uh, but I put in the work on my body and I'm willing to put in the work in a relationship as well. And I'm excited to not just be the one that does all the talking and I'm excited to compromise and where do you want to go on vacation and all of those things?
1: (laughs) Well, I will say Perez that you know, for being someone who, who does what you do and talks about other people in the spotlight or other, you know, p- things that people go through, I do appreciate and respect that you're as open as you are, right? Because other people are, are you know, shut the door when it comes to themselves and just want to point the finger at other people. So I do respect that about you and I appreciate about you that, that you're willing to answer the same questions that you ask, which is great.
3: Well I go back also to what I asked at the beginning. I want I want an answer from Jana because I don't think she said that. If I gave you a hundred million, would you keep up the podcast?
0: Is it can I still keep the hundred million and do the podcast or do I have to quit?
1: He's just saying
3: it. No, you him. could still keep the podcast but keep keep it as it is talking about the yeah. the minutia of your relationship. Oh,
0: I would I would probably even I mean and we we already go like real there. I'd probably even be like let's get our th- let's do a couples therapy with our therapist because at that point I'm like I don't care who says anything. I got more money than anything. <laughs> like cuz because for me it is about just helping people and knowing that I am not alone in this struggle because, you know, we did have a few fights because we're in, well, we just got out of quarantine, but because I'm here filming a movie and, you know, we were fighting about just stupid stuff that most relationships fight about. And, you know, I was I was even looking at Valentine's Day posts and I'm like, God, like I'm mad at you right now. I don't want to post this like I love you so much. I do, but I'm mad at you at the moment. And so I we posted a silly thing of like hey if anyone else fought today like you're not alone. And there's so many people that were like blowing us up that were like, "Oh my gosh, thank you because I was feeling like annoyed and now, you know, now we're better and but I saw your post and I'm like, okay. So again, I'm helping people not feel alone and that it's okay that there isn't a perfect relationship because I'm not perfect even though I do so much therapy. We do so much therapy and even with our book like we don't do it perfectly, but we're we're better because of the work that we've done mm-hmm. and where this is a better relationship than when i walked down the aisle to you percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. i love that and
3: i guess the good thing is you know you're both consenting adults mm-hmm. i am a very open person but i've gotten in trouble with my family because of that a bit um and i justified it at the time by saying well this is my truth and i was really hurt by this and I'm gonna just address it publicly because I have a podcast and because I have my YouTube channels and all of that. So one example, which I don't talk about my sister anymore because it really hurt her, but I was really hurt too. Mm-hmm. So my sister got married two years ago. And like I mentioned a few moments ago, my dad passed away when I was 13 or 14, I don't remember, a long time ago, 25 plus years ago. And my mom walked my sister down the aisle, absolutely fine, absolutely great. I expected that. I wanted that. But my sister didn't have me participate in any way other than just walking down the aisle with my youngest child. I thought, oh, maybe she'd ask me to give a quick little toast or maybe she'd ask me to have a little dance with her or something. And she did nothing. And I gave her $10,000 to help pay for the wedding. Not a ton of money, but something sizable. Like, you know, I had kids of my own. I, I It was like, if she would have gotten married before I had children, I probably would have paid for the whole thing. But now that I got kids, you know, here's 10,000, that's That's something and yeah. And so I made like a big thing about it. Like I was so hurt by my sister and, and then that really hurt her. And now I've realized, you know what, maybe I shouldn't broadcast everything with people in my life that aren't comfortable with that. Even if I'm comfortable broadcasting everything in my own life. Mm
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something we deal with. And I, that's been a hot button for me. Like, I stay away from details with family or parents because of that, right? It's it's the life that we chose. Well, actually, even we didn't even choose to be this public about it because our story was sold. Um, and so we're just like Jana said earlier on, we're just trying to control the narrative. But still, it's our decision as two consenting adults to share this stuff. And our families didn't ask for it. Our families didn't sign up for it. So we try to keep it in the parameters of our relationship with, you know, just Jan and I, not include other people. What's your question? The other question. Oh, my other question. Random, but kind of not really. <laughs> with you being single now, it's been five years, you have three kids. Is there one, is there someone in your past that you consider the one that got away?
3: No, but I did tell my therapist that I would love to date that way. Like hit up people that I used to today or just to hook up with them. Like I'm starting to think that like any of my friends that I would hook up with or whatever, (laughs) but not right now. I did actually have this 21 year old slide into my DMs, which is rare because like nine out of 10 times or 9.9 out of 10 times the people sliding into my DMs are women. Uh, But this 21 year old hottie who lives nearby was like, flirting with me and then even sent me like some nude pics. And I'm like, oh my God, if we were not in the middle of a pandemic, I would so hook up with him. We're in the middle of a pandemic right now and my mother lives with me and she's very high risk Mm. and my kids live with me. And he doesn't even live in Los Angeles. He lives in Orange County. So like I'd have to like waste money to go to a hotel and, And just, like, be afraid for my mom's health if he has COVID or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So my follow-up question to you guys is, like, back and forth, volleyball. I love it. What does your family think about your podcast? Or do they not even talk about it? Like, they just let you do it and they don't ever bring it up?
0: I don't – well, I don't think my mom – I don't think anyone listens, actually. (laughs) Because I don't think they want to hear, just in case if we do talk about – because I talk – I've talked about my dad and, you know, my daddy issues. And, but I mean, my dad and I are great now, but I, you know, he was upset about the book. And, um, and I, I've kind of, I don't know. I think they're afraid to listen. Yeah. And they don't want to know t- too much because they, they know we have our stuff and they don't want to get involved or have an, I don't know. Right.
1: Yeah. I know my mom listened early on, but um, I think, yeah, to Jana's point, I think they just kind of want to like know less. And, my parents are very, very private, conservative people, so it was an adjustment for them, just for my life in general, to be as public as it is. Uh, but then they've they've been able to see the positive spin that we've put on things, and and how we've been able to help people. So that's been beneficial. But no, they they kind of stay away from it.
0: And I'll also say too, like kind of what Mike had said. We did our when I was doing Dancing with the Stars. A friend of mine, not anymore. He was very close to me. He was in our wedding. He was the one that actually sold the story. Not sold. I'm sure he didn't get any money, but he gave it to Us Weekly. Well,
3: how do you know? How do you know it was that friend?
0: When I read the article, there was one thing in there and only he knew. He's the only person I told. So I know for... There's no way that he... I would never even call him to be like, how dare you? Because he would probably lie about it. And then also... I know I I've like I did not tell anybody else like he was he was my best gay friend ever Aww. and so it was it was awful but I will say you know for Mike you know we we don't talk about this because he, he would have loved to have kept his anonymity most people don't be like hey I'm a sex addict and like yeah. let's talk about it you know so it's
1: yeah so I feel bad no it, it, it does suck and it's it's Double-edged sword where it sucks in the times where, yeah, again, a lot of people in 12-step, whether in AA or NA no matter, or OA, whatever it is, right? Anonymity is a big part of any 12-step program. Well, that was taken away from me. And so we've tried to make the most of that, again, in a positive way. And at, at times I feel like it's a blessing in disguise because I can walk into a room not questioning, okay, does this person know this about me? Does this person know this about me? It's like, it. Everyone knows. Everyone here knows basically everything about me, if they know us at all. So I am who I am. I can wear that on my sleeve and on my heart. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to talk to me.
0: But I will say though, for people, you know, you know, like with with, with what you do, because of course, like when we see the headlines, it's like, of course, like get divorced. Like I would probably say the exact same thing. And we can't have an interview with every single person that you know does these things. But I would say, you know, I totally get like what you do. And I will say that I, though I, (laughs) because I I followed you from the very beginning. um, Was it hard for you when all the bullying stuff came out? How many, was that 10 years ago when you started to make the switch on your website?
3: I mean, it's still hard because, you know, like you mentioned uh, towards the beginning, you know, you think, well... Our brains tell us a narrative, and it may not always be the truth. Mm-hmm. You think that whenever there's an article that is written about you two, it'll somehow mention that Mike cheated. Mm-hmm. And I think that unless something huge happens and changes this narrative for ever, perhaps, because I mean, oh God, like, You know, that radio, talk radio host Rush Limbaugh died. And there were so many people celebrating his death. That's awful. I know, and I've told this to my therapist. I know if I were to die today, people would celebrate my death.
0: That's what's wrong And that's hard to accept.
3: Um, But I know that's the truth. And even though, you know, I'm still opinionated, I know I've changed. And I know I don't do things as I used to. Like I would have have said, oh, she should leave that and then fill in the blank. And she's such a blank, blank, blank for staying with him or whatever. Like I could still have a loud opinion, but I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm doing, like, I don't think saying she should divorce him is nasty, mean, cruel, or hurtful. And I used to be nasty, mean, cruel, or hurtful. I own that. I was that. And what's funny is when I was that, I didn't think I was that when i was doing that i was telling my brain it's not me it's a character it's not really me saying these things so if people are upset at me it doesn't matter because it's not me it's like i'm just like exaggerating what i believe and i'm you know it's like and in many ways it's like an addict like i tell this to my therapist as well i at the time was so addicted to attention Mm. it's a drug right like the chemical releases and i knew I knew what I was doing was wrong, kind of like when a drug addict wants to take drugs, they, they, they could intellectualize that this is maybe not maybe not the best thing to do, but I still did it anyways, because I didn't care mm. if I hurt somebody's feeling. All I cared about was getting attention for myself. And I really think no matter how much I, well, there, that's not true. I also tell my therapist, and this could be wrong, There is one thing that could change people's perception of me. And that would be great, huge success doing something different. Like, let's say um, they do a reboot of Glee, which I loved. And this, let's say they cast me and I'm playing a character, a lovable character on Glee. And that shows a huge global sensation. Then that almost could wipe away the sins of my past and people would, park it, maybe not ever forget it, but park it, put it aside and be like, oh, wow, we love him on the new Glee. He's amazing. He's the best thing and blah, 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 blah. Uh, Because I mean, I say, look at Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson said and did the most awful, hurtful, violent, racist, anti-Semitic things, and yet all these years later, he's still a Hollywood A-lister and working because he's that famous. Or, um, Bill Cosby, currently in jail, serving time, convicted of rape, and dozens of other women have accused Bill Cosby of rape as well. If he is released from jail before he dies, and if he wants to do a stand-up comedy tour, he would sell tickets. A lot of people would go see Bill Cosby knowing that he's a rapist and they wouldn't care. They would still go and see him do stand up.
0: Um, along those lines, what do you think then about the cancel society that we're in right now, where it's just you know like a, the For Chris sure. Harrison he's just like or or you know, what do you think about cancel site? where it's just like, oh, you did this, you're done and you're just you have to lose everything.
3: I don't believe that cancel culture. Culture, that's it. Yeah, I don't believe that it is real. I mean, I believe that people want it to be real, but nine times out of 10, it only helps people. Um, You know, if you look at YouTubers, who are a lot of them, many very problematic ones, cancel, being canceled ends up only helping them. Um, I mean, of course, there's always exceptions and there are times where people could really be canceled, uh i think we're reacting to 4 years of donald trump and he and many others were fighting against political correctness right so we go from one extreme f political correctness to then extreme cancel culture and i don't think either of them are right you know Justin Timberlake recently came out with a very lengthy statement apologizing to both Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. And even after apologizing, which let me tell you, he didn't have to, Mm -hmm. because I don't, because Justin Timberlake is like Bill Cosby or like uh, Mel Gibson. He's canceled proof, even if, He's awful, people still love him and we'll go see him in concert. Mm-hmm. Or if he feels like his reputation is severely damaged, he'll put he'll pull out his ace card or his trump card, whatever the expression is, and he'll say, you know what, people aren't liking me. So I'm gonna do an in-sync reunion and have everybody love me again because I'm gonna give them the in-sync reunion that they want. But he gave an apology and I thought it was heartfelt and sincere. And despite that, so many people were like, not good enough, too late. Be more specific. How are you going to be better? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like so many people want to want to permanently cancel people and not give people the opportunity to grow and be better and do better. And that's like just crazy because nobody out there is perfect. Nobody.
1: No. And that's the frustrating part about it is all these people saying not good enough, not this, not that. If they looked in the mirror for two seconds and think about the things that they did just in their day. If they were to do that on a, on a big stage like someone else, what would people say? You know? But it's easier to point the finger.
3: And what's crazy too is, you know, thankfully there's been a lot of discussion about media treatment and uh, w- did we fail Britney Spears? And while I do think the media has changed a little bit, I don't know how much the general public has changed. I look back at Kanye West last year, and so, not even so many, I would say the majority of people, when talking about Kanye West, were not leading with empathy and compassion because he's struggling with his mental health as well. Or right now, you know, you're a singer as well as an actress, Jana, American Idol currently is featuring the daughter of Kellyanne Conway, Claudia Conway, who's just 16 years old, and suffering severely with her mental health, she has told us, and made these very serious allegations against her mother. Some, including myself, think American Idol is exploiting Claudia Conway for ratings. So, oh, everybody's like, poor Brittany, but then like, why not poor Claudia too? It's like mm-hmm. so many people, media as well, and people are disassociated from things, and it's time also, you know, at the time, I think of Diane Sawyer. At the time when she was interviewing Britney, she really was speaking for so many people. Mm -hmm. Was she wrong, Diane Sawyer, at the time? Yes. Were all of these people wrong? Yes, but Diane Sawyer is not a villain. She's not a terrible, awful human being. She mishandled an interview And for all we know, she's apologized privately. I don't know. I apologized privately to Britney Spears and I've apologized publicly as well. And I did it sincerely because I'm not somebody who's gonna apologize for something just like, no. I'd rather sit on my sword and stand behind what I said if I truly believe that, but if I genuinely am sorry, then I will, so I've apologized to Brittany. Sure. I've apologized to so many people. I have so many regrets. If I could go back in time and do things differently, I would. And that's not just BS. And I say that to everybody, like really be careful of what you're saying on social media because that that's forever. And especially if you're a young person, it could come back to haunt you in five, 10 years time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And I think, you know, just kind of the moral of all of this is just, nothing's perfect just do your best and you know be kind and um yeah and and have conversations and i appreciate you coming on and having a conversation and you know i got to know you better you got to know us better and you know now i consider us friends so i just i appreciate you and you know i'm glad we were able to have this convo um our listeners, where can they find you at?
3: Well, they can hear my podcast. Uh, it's the Perez Hilton Podcast with Chris Booker. You can hear it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or directly at PerezPodcast.com. This week, we talked Brittany, We talked Claudia Conway and uh, a lot more. Uh, a, an Army Hammer update. That story is just wild mm-hmm. and, um, and lots more. So it's, it's pop culture and Um, you know, my co-host is kind of like your husband. (laughs) We're very different. Love it. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much, much, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. See you, buddy. Bye.
2: Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Mave. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian-American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store.
0: Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Takovas is your stop before attending your next concert. Tekova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today.
4: I think that went well.
1: Yeah, you know, I love what you said at the end there where it's just, we hope people can have the conversation, right? If you don't agree with what somebody else has to say or you think they have a false, you know, or they have a misconception on what the situation is like, have the conversation if you're able to. We're fortunate enough to be able to have a conversation with someone like Perez or maybe yeah. someone that might say something about us. But that's just it, right? Don't take it personal. Don't get all, you know, bent out of shape. Just have a conversation.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, look, <laughs> we're gonna say something else. The story will get run. All right. And we'll like the people that don't know us think we are bat. Crazy to stay together. Uh That you're just this and I'm just this. You know, I mean, just read the reviews on there. (laughs) You know, I'm a controlling freak that can't stop bringing stuff up, and he is a cheater that'll never stop cheating. So, you know, but what is in our marriage right now is we have a very strong foundation. We have our bad days. We have our amazing days. Mm -hmm. And that is a relationship. And we have more
1: amazing days than bad.
0: That is very true. And, You know, we just want to continue to bring hope to those couples that there is no perfect relationship. If you do the hard work and someone is willing to fight it out with you, you can be stronger than you were yesterday and today. And that is the good fight, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, But team, what do you guys think?
1: I think bringing him on was absolutely brilliant. And it was such a better, it's such a great way of resolving (laughs) This such a great way of moving past it, and it's so much more productive than some stupid Twitter war. Yeah, agreed.
0: I agree, and I'm. That's why I'm glad that you know he wanted to come on because it was sitting with me weird. And I'm like, you don't know us, you know, and you're telling us to get divorced, and I just. And there's so many other outlets like that where, but I'm like, with this, is I would just like to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that he came on, and you know, he shared his his story and his addictions. And
1: I liked his question about if we someone gave us a hundred million dollars, would we still do it? Because yeah.
0: it's not about the money for us with this.
1: It's not, and it's it, it like I didn't even have to think about it because it's truly not. Yeah, like it's not every this time we come on us. here and talk. <laughs> It's not always fun because it's hard.
0: Because we have Mark and he's like, why were you fighting? Yeah.
1: Tell us more. Fun for me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it is. Mark's over there eating his popcorn. Um, But no, it really is. It's like, okay, even if we had all that money, it's like, well, what are we going to do on the day-to-day or weekly to keep us busy? Well, this. Because this is the most gratifying and satisfying, you know, for those intangible, you know, just regular human being reasons.
0: And we're helping. Right. (sighs) Wow. That went nice. That was
1: good.
0: You know, I will say, I mean, back in the day, it was just crazy, like, going in there. And, you know, he would put things off the people's mouths with some of, like, the most atrocious, like, I can't imagine if he was Prez now, like, the the Prez then, what he would say. Like, like, like he even said, he's like, I'd probably say, you cheating MFR or whatever. Like yeah. But I'm glad that he has changed his tune, too, because I still look at his website you know yeah,
1: and, and to his point even bringing up what he said about you know us is like he didn't say anything derogatory or mean or he just he his stated opinion. his opinion he said get divorced already and then talking about us financially benefiting and that being the motivator which yeah. is not the case
0: well um i mean i'm pretty happy yeah how are you guys feeling over there I love
1: that he didn't back down. I thought he would come on and he'd be like, oh, everything's fine. I didn't mean it. I'm just kidding. But he didn't back down. He dug in his heels and had his opinions and defended them. Yeah, And it still worked out great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it worked out great. And he had nothing to say sorry for. So he yeah. I, he didn't even need to say he – didn't, he didn't say sorry, but he didn't need to say sorry. Because mm-hmm. it was just about a conversation. There's nothing – he didn't do anything wrong.
1: But I could see I, – I know what you're saying though, Mark, because, right, you feel like so many people – it's easy to step on toes through social media, but then when they get confronted, they're like, oh, oh you know, I was just, yes. you know, just, just throwing smoke on the fire, you know, throwing gas on the fire just to, you know, make it interesting. But yeah, he was just like, "You yeah, okay. He had the courage of his convictions. And yes. also he's such a good broadcaster in and interviewer. I love the questions he asked you guys. It was very compelling. Yes. Yeah. He asked great questions. I love the back and forth. We always love that dynamic of the back and forth. Okay.
0: Well, um, I gotta go to work.
1: <laughs> get out of here, boo. Me and the kids got stuff to do.
0: Oh, guys. All right. I love you guys so much. And here's the, here's your weekly motivation that we never do consistently. (laughs) Be nice. And.
1: You're on your own on this (laughs) one. I'm looking at you too. Like, what is it, honey?
0: (laughs) Just be nice and do the best you can. And you're not going to be perfect. Just know that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style.